Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealthy. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Ashley Rose and Dr. Michelle, functional medicine doctor, naturopathic physician, and East Asian medical practitioner. Hey there, and welcome back to episode 27. I am flying solo again today, but I'm super excited to let you know that I found another lovely lady to join me, so I'm excited to introduce you to her within the next few weeks. All right, so as you know, I typically interview a female entrepreneur every month, and this month, I want to take you behind the scenes and give you an opportunity to get to know me a bit better. So one of the things I get asked a lot is how I ended up doing what I'm doing. Like most, my path was not linear. (laughs) In college, I bounced from art to business to interior design to environmental studies, and finally I fell in love with biology. I'm a huge animal lover, so naturally I thought about working with animals as, you know, a veterinarian. I found a local vet who graciously trained me as a vet tech, but I quickly became pretty disheartened by the conventional medical approach because it's the same for animals, right? Antibiotics, steroids, vaccines, and surgeries over and over and over again. So, Needless to say, I got bored real quick. So I started exploring other options, and I actually found another vet in town who did acupuncture and Chinese herbs. Her clinic was pretty amazing. Uh, She also had a chiropractor and a physical therapist come in and work on the animals, so it was just, it was crazy. It was so cool. And um, I actually ended up helping her do research for a book all about Chinese herbal medicine for animals. It was a pretty cool experience, but it was during this time that I realized I actually wanted to work with people because as much as I loved animals and still totally adore animals, I wanted more interaction and to actually hear firsthand how these approaches were working. So in the meantime, while I was, you know, being exposed to this really holistic approach to animal health, I naturally started tuning into my own health. And I knew my mom had some issues with her thyroid pretty early on in life, so I was curious about my own. Basically, I knew I didn't want to be reliant on medication further down the line or worse, actually lose my thyroid like she had. She had a thyroid ablation. So initially I had a doctor check my TSH who said that my thyroid was quote slightly off and then sort of dismissed me, right? Like there wasn't really anything that they could do for me, but that wasn't good enough for me. I wanted to really dig deeper. I wanted to be more thorough and really look under the hood. So I ended up leaving my job at the vet and started working with a holistic healthcare practitioner 
um, in the area who really introduced me to naturopathic medicine and the naturopathic philosophy, and I totally fell in love. I knew immediately that this was the path that I needed to pursue. So over the span of a few years with, with you know, more research experience and a little gumption, I found um, a more thorough doctor and ended up with a diagnosis of Hashimoto's or autoimmune hypothyroid and PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. So needless to say, I was pretty disheartened and concerned, right? As you might imagine. But there was also this sense of relief, right? That kind of comes with that diagnosis because I got some confirmation that my intuition was really spot on. My body wasn't feeling as well as it could. So I kind of, I ended up going to Bastyr University and it was during my time there that I was able to really use and witness these natural and holistic approaches do their magic through, you know, therapeutic nutrition, targeted supplementation and lifestyle medicine. I was able to get completely off the spectrum of both Hashimoto's and PCOS. So basically that means that my autoantibodies went down. Um, and my androgen levels went down, my insulin levels went down. So my experience there and throughout my schooling was literally life-changing because I came to the realization that I wasn't a victim of my diagnosis. And kind of taking it a level further, the diagnosis really didn't even matter. It's it's more of the pattern of dysfunction and imbalance and how my body in particular expressed that imbalance. So basically, by having the right strategies and tools, I actually had more control over my health um, and my body than I ever really thought possible. So it was one of the most empowering times of my life, and it was really during this time that it hit me hard. Like I knew I needed to share this approach with other women going through similar experiences. So here I am, right? Now, creating a business from my passion has been anything but easy because I'm not a businesswoman by nature. I, you know, could have completed my residency, joined an established practice, or even opted for a hospital position, but I didn't. The business piece has been a crazy steep learning curve with a lot of trial and error, but it's also been incredibly rewarding and I definitely wouldn't have it any other way. I usually ask my guests (laughs) how they stay motivated when things don't go as planned. So in my case, I really rely a lot on my community, specifically fellow colleagues who are pursuing a similarly unconventional path, (laughs) but more importantly, uh, mentors. I've found mentors to be an invaluable part of my success, not only as a business owner, but also as a practitioner. So, you know, when we're just starting out on a new endeavor, there can be a lot of pressure to start from ground zero and do everything yourself, right? There's some sort of pride involved with that. And I totally fell into that mentality for a while. But after a while, <laughs> I've found that the, you know, the easiest and quickest way to really learn and progress is to learn from others, their experience and their mistakes. So no matter what it is that you're pursuing, no matter what field, 
I highly recommend reaching out to someone who's already there and see if they're open to mentoring you. But I will say be prepared to invest because I can't overemphasize how important it is to demonstrate that you value someone else's time, right? You don't just want to ask them to take them out to coffee or tea and pick their brain, right? Because their time, their experience, and um, their expertise is worth way more than just a few bucks, right? You know what I mean? So this year, I've actually committed to diving into an intensive clinical mentorship with Dr. Sachin Patel from the Living Proof Institute, which I am ecstatic about. I can't wait to get started. So Mentorships in masterminds are a great way to maintain motivation and focus. Um, Over the years, there have been so many people and books who've inspired me, and I feel like each one's really been strategically placed in my life at the perfect time. (laughs) Most recently, probably not most recently, but I guess the most influential person for me over the past year or so, especially with my shift towards a virtual practice, has been from Amy Porterfield. I don't know if you guys know her, but she's not a functional medicine provider or naturopathic physician, but she has either given me or directed me towards the tools and strategies I've needed to really break into the online world. Um, She has a great podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy. I listen to it religiously. Um, So if you have a business that you're kind of wanting to expand into the online sphere, it's a mandatory listen. It's really because of her that I've been able to start building my email list and offering online courses and webinars, so I am super, super grateful to have found her. It's kind of funny, but this transition into the online world has also been the most risky decision I've ever made. I had a pretty cush business when I was practicing in Southeast Portland. My schedule was always booked a few weeks out and I never had to worry about whether or not, you know, new patients were coming through the door. But I was working with insurance companies and I felt like the life was being drained out of me. I was spending at least twice as much time doing paperwork than I was seeing patients. And after four years of that, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't support our dysfunctional healthcare system. So I moved my practice and I left the insurance market and I opened up a cash-based practice outside of Vancouver, Washington. And don't get me wrong, that decision was scary enough, but after a year and a half or so of doing that, I knew I wanted something a bit different. I wanted to reach women who were determined to reclaim their health, but maybe didn't have local access to, you know, a naturopathic physician or a functional medicine doctor, or maybe they just couldn't really find one that they felt connected with. And I wanted to create a way for them to have consistent support and really high quality care without having to leave their home or office. So It's kind of funny how the universe works, (laughs) but once I made the decision to finally, you know, make that transition, I had women who started contacting me from Canada and Australia and the UK, obviously in addition to various parts of the US. So I'm feeling pretty good about it so far, and I'm really excited to see what 2018 has in store. So what about self-care, right? I usually have a lot on my plate and 
to be honest, I tend to function best that way, like having a little bit of pressure, but creating white space and having that balance is absolutely necessary for me to prevent adrenal burnout. And believe me, I know what that feels like because I've been there. My adrenals were toast when I graduated from med school and it took me about two years to fully restore them. My favorite form of self-care is, oddly enough, to have a routine. (laughs) If I don't have a routine, then I end up feeling really distracted and I kind of get this low-level anxiety. The main reason I love my routine is because I build self-care into it. And if I don't follow my routine, then my self-care is typically the first thing to go. Like, for example, in my mornings, I always make sure to either move my body or meditate. And this really sets the stage for the rest of my day. If I'm out of my routine, those things might not happen. I am also a huge fan of Epsom salt baths. I know I've talked about these before, so I tend to take one at least once a week. Sleep also, that's probably my non-negotiable for sure, which also kind of doubles as self-care, right? It's, I think, the thing that I probably prioritize most because no matter what, I'm always in bed before 11 p.m., ideally closer to 10, Um, but I'm definitely one of those people who really doesn't do well when I'm underslept, and if I go to bed too late, it ends up being really difficult for me to fall asleep. I always share this with the women I work with, but our melatonin levels peak between 9 and 11 p.m., so it's really the perfect time to fall asleep. Um, it's usually when we stay up past this time that we get our second wind, right? (laughs) Which might seem helpful at times, but it actually further dysregulates our circadian rhythm and therefore negatively impacts our adrenal health. Aside from consistent self-care, there are a bunch of things. Aside from consistent self-care, there are a bunch of things that help me stay focused and productive, and I've definitely covered quite a few of them in past episodes of the podcast. Um, Things like intermittent fasting, strategic planning, uh, using the Pomodoro technique, and of course, Brain FM. Um, Like a lot of small business owners I know, I also try to automate and batch where and when I can, especially when it comes to things like social media and actually this podcast. Um, One of my favorite tools is having a content calendar that I can plan out up to, you know, a month in advance, which really helps me take the stress off, especially if I'm not feeling particularly creative with my copy on certain days. Um, Another way I stay inspired and motivated is actually by listening to podcasts, right? (laughs) It definitely varies, but my top three right now are Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy. Of course, I just raved about it, right? (laughs) I swear she's not paying me. (laughs) Um, Dr. Megan Walker's Anthropology Podcast um, and James Wedmore's The Mind Your Business Podcast. I also usually ask my guests what the one thing is that they could change in the world if they had a little bit of magic in their pocket. So for me, I really want to help shift the healthcare paradigm, right? I want to help shift that mentality and perspective around medicine being something that is given to you and instead have it be something that's created with you. Because 
we have so much more control and influence on our current and future health than we've previously been told uh, and led to believe, really. So my goal through the work that I do is really to empower women to take on that responsibility and pass that along to their, you know, their family and their friends to create this powerful ripple effect. That kind of leads into my current project and passion, which is my virtual practice, right? Which I mentioned earlier. A lot of people I talk to aren't totally clear on what that means, which I get because telehealth and telemedicine are really new concepts, but I think it's the perfect medium for my specialty. Of course, you probably don't want to have a virtual provider for acute issues like broken bones, but by specializing in holistic hormone balance and autoimmune conditions, I can easily work with women all over the world. We're able to video chat, review labs, refine protocols, and stay connected through the growing world of health tech, which makes everything more convenient. So I'm just so excited about providing this service and the ability to reach women who are really driven and motivated to prioritize their health and create the life they love, right? That's the end goal. So, all right, for today's freebie, I want to invite you to join my free masterclass where I go over the five root causes of every hormone imbalance. I've had some great feedback on this material, so I've set up a few dates through the end of January. You can just go to femalesinfinefettle.com slash hormone webinar to grab your seat. Again, that's femalesinfinefettle.com slash hormone webinar. All right, Thanks for hanging out with me today. I cannot wait to meet you back here next week in episode 28. I'll be going over the four main pillars or functional foundations of health. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.